When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Jeff. The full episode of the main Book Riot podcast can be a little late this week because of vacation, scheduling, things like that. But if you haven't listened to Annotated yet, and you're looking for something to listen to to tide you over until this week's episode come out, now's a great time to do it. Both full episodes of one and two are available now. Episode two, which is about independent bookstores and how they survived, is out now. I'm going to give you a preview of it. The first few minutes is going to come up here right at the end of this little snippet I'm doing now. And it's not just this sort of stuff you hear about print is great, people like Human Connection, blah, blah, blah. We asked some people, we got into it, we looked to really see what has happened that allowed independent bookstores to survive since in the age of Amazon. I think you're really going to like it. Go check it out after this preview. You can find it at bookriot.com slash annotated. You can find it in Apple Podcasts or just search your podcast player of choice. If you've listened to the show and you like it, it really would help us if you could go rate and review it, especially on Apple Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get it so enough people will listen to the show so we can justify doing more. Really enjoy it. But it's a lot of work, a lot of time, research, interviews, editing, whatnot. So you can probably tell if you have a few minutes to do that, that would be great. So here's the first few minutes. It ends a little bit abruptly just because it's not really meant to be a standalone, but you get a taste of what it's like. Here it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. Full episode of this show will be out Tuesday or Wednesday. Talk to you later. Last fall, a new bookstore opened on the west side of Portland, Oregon, in the Washington Square Mall. Editor Sharifa Williams and I went to check it out. This is a fancy mall, right? Like, I don't know much about malls. This seems like a fancy mall. This is a fancy mall, but it's also very strange in that it's nestled right up against a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, there's a Tesla store right there. I mean, it doesn't get much fancier than that, right? That, that's very true. There is a Tesla store. You can tell there's sort of like, I guess, upper middle class, older white crowd. It's, it's like your typical upper class mall mix. And just looking from the outside, like, you know, it looks, it looks like a bookstore. It's got wood floors. It's got spotlighting. I can see the new Michael Crichton in the window. There's the new John Grisham in the window. You know, it looks, it looks like a bookstore. It's a very nice looking bookstore. I would say this is one of the nicer, I, I guess the storefront looks nicer than most of the bookstores I've seen in a while in a mall. All right, so let's go and we'll, then we'll debrief after the fact. Okay. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay. Let's do it. Right, this new bookstore has so much in common with other bookstores. Why were we there? Microphone in tow. Because this wasn't your typical mom-and-pop outfit. No, it was created by Amazon itself, bookselling's 800-pound gorilla, who has just opened 13 physical locations across the country. So is that a good bookstore? What, what do you think? Is that a good bookstore? It's funny. It's hard for me to define a bookstore by good, but it was very different. I don't see myself going back necessarily, but it was an interesting experience. 
What's surprising to us about these Amazon bookstores is just how much like a regular bookstore they feel. Sure, there are a few new groupings and Amazon star ratings everywhere, but on the whole, it's more like a variation than a disruption. You know what it sort of felt like? It was almost like the airport bookstore. Yeah, a big one. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it felt like, where it was just like, okay, these books have been in front of my face for the last few months, and these are the books, like, if you're trying to stay on top of what people in general are reading, these are those books for you. But other than that, I don't know. I didn't get anything else from the experience. So what's going on here? Amazon's massive disruption of the book industry was supposed to decimate independent bookstores, to drive them off the face of the earth. But now Amazon is building something that kind of looks like them. The imminent demise of the independent bookstore has been written about time and time again. So why haven't they gone extinct? Hello and welcome to Annotated. I'm Jeff O'Neill. And I'm Rebecca Shinsky. In this episode, we try to answer the question, why haven't physical bookstores gone the way of Blockbuster Video and Virgin Records? Why do people still go to bookstores? 